Welcome to a dopamine kit. Yes, another ADHD podcast. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week and we can hyper-focus together on all things ADHD. This is our journey to diagnosis, the challenges, frustrations and humour that come when living with ADHD as adults. Let the interrupting begin! Hello everyone, welcome to episode 71 of A Dopamine Kick. Today we're going to be talking about all things ADHD and driving and uh, stick around to the end because we've got a new segment that we're adding in. I'm glad you remembered the episode number because I'd forgotten. So 71, can't believe we're on 71 already. I know I say this all the time but it's a great achievement for us both uh, that we've managed to get out consistent episodes for 71 weeks, wow. 71. And on that yeah. note, because we've managed to do 71 weeks of consistent episodes, it would be absolutely fantastic, amazing if you could log on to Apple Podcasts uh, and leave us a review and let us know what you think about the podcast. And it'd be nice to hear what people are saying about us. So if you could hop on to Apple Podcasts and do that for us, that would be absolutely incredible. If you're listening on another platform, uh, give us a rating. Let us know what you think about the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can keep up to date with all of our newest episodes. So with that in mind, let's talk about ADHD and driving, which is a great topic to talk about because... I mean, what could go wrong when you've got ADHD <laughs> and you're driving? Distractibility? <laughs> what distractibility? Yeah, it's not great, is it? When I think about ADHD and driving, I just think chaos. But not chaos in crashing and all that sort of stuff, obviously. Uh, I know how to drive. But there are things that uh, we do with ADHD when we're driving that cause us a lot more stress than needs be. And one of those things is, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, uh, leaving my uh, petrol to the very last minute because oh, it's God, just too much yeah. effort to top yeah. up. <laughs> Running on literal fumes. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that will, will do that. I'll leave it till the last minute because either I'll forget and I'll say to myself, okay, I'm going to put some some petrol in my car. I, I mean, I should really say diesel because that caused the problem in the first place. But I'll put some diesel in my car uh, and I'll, I'll do it in a bit. I'll do this first and then I'll do that. And then I'll forget to do it. And then in the morning, I'll get up, I'll get in my car and I'll be like, oh no, I forgot to put diesel in my car. And then I'll be late for everything else. Uh, because if I wasn't late already, now I am going to be late because now I need to top up my diesel in the morning when I've got so many other things to do. So that's one problem. I used to um, permanently keep a jerry can in my boot. With petrol in it? No, no. I, I wish, like, that I really wanted to, but I was too paranoid that it would, like, blow up in the sun or something. <laughs> no, just an empty one so that... Because I did break down a couple of times through petrol-related <laughs> incidences, um, and it just meant that I had a jerry can in the boot so I could just get a taxi to the nearest <laughs> petrol station. <laughs> Fill up my jerry can and taxi back to the car. Do you know what I love? <laughs> I love how we both did these things previously before we knew we had ADHD and we didn't realise that this may be ADHD related, the fact that I we forget know. things. Like, why did nobody tell me that that was really weird to have a jerry can in your boot for when you ran out of petrol? Like, who else does that? Well, I mean, I did, so... Who doesn't have ADHD? <laughs> 
See, now, now I have an even worse problem because my car, um, my work car now, it's electric. Yeah, I mean, I just, I love the idea of being electric and all that sort of stuff. But for me, personally, I just think there's too many problems that for me, having ADHD, I just I just wouldn't be able to keep up. It totally screws you over because if you wake up in the morning and you think, oh my God, I didn't charge the car last night. That's it, you're not using the car. <laughs> There's no like, oh, I'm going to be 10 minutes late while I drive to a petrol station. No, you're, the, you're going without the car or not going at all because there's, <laughs> there's no rapid way to charge from your house. <laughs> well, not from my house anyway. Do they not do like fast car. charge? I, d- I no, well, not from my house. It wasn't an option. See, I just couldn't cope with that. I mean, I have to, I have to rely on fast charge for my phone because it runs out so much that if I don't have fast charge, even the fast chargers though. So, like, if you go to places on the like the motorway, they have like the super ultra speed chargers. You're still looking at like an hour. What? Really? Yeah, like. To do the full charge, like if you only want like half, obviously you can do it quicker. But see, that's the thing; it's the know. planning as well. Like if you've got to get somewhere in four hours, I mean, I'm lastminute.com anyway, so I'm never leaving on time. I've then got to plan an hour into that journey. That's just it's just too much. It's just I just don't know how yeah. you do it. I mean, well, I know I know how you do it because you break down and you have to get. Like, well, you can't even get towed, can I you? I have been already been recovered, <laughs> yes. How, how, how long have I had? I got the car in end of July. So, yeah, within seven months of having the car, I'd already been recovered because I ran out of charge. <laughs> Hasn't it happened like three times now? <laughs> no, no, it's just happened once I've actually broken down and had to be recovered. But there's been a couple of times where I've had to not go to stuff or take Jamie's car because mine wasn't charged. And most of the time now, I'm just in the habit of like charging it when I get home. Like, Oh, so you managed to form the habit? Sort of, yeah. It's it's still not foolproof. And sometimes I forget as well. Like I'll wake up in the morning, I'll be like, shit, did I charge the car? And I'll have no memory about whether or not I've charged it. <laughs> just like have to run outside and just pray to God that black cable is hanging out the side of the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of memory... Uh, that comes with driving as well, doesn't it? So that can result in hefty fines uh, because you've not paid on time. Oh, like so everybody knows about this if you've listened to the podcast. Bloody clean air zone, uh, which is unfair on people who have ADHD. I live in Birmingham, so we have a clean air zone. And it only gives you a certain amount of days to pay. Uh, you can't pay at that point in time because you're driving. So naturally, that ends up in a lot of fines after the fact. Also, car parking charges as well. I know I've had my fair share. I'm pretty sure, Shell, you've had a lot of parking charges. Yeah, so mine, I would say, I don't deliberately miss park. Like, I'm not someone who squeezes into a space that isn't a space or anything like that. But mine tend to be around either not noticing, like if the signage isn't particularly great, I'll just miss it. If it's just, like, small um, or, like, I'll have totally forgotten like I'll have seen the meter parked in the space, think, right, I must go and get a ticket. Like, I don't know, dropped something, picked it up and just toddled off on my way and totally forgotten. Or I'll have forgotten how long I was parked for and so I'll end up parking for longer. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've had a lot of parking fines, but not not usually for, for bad parking, more for just bad organisation on my Not part. for anything illegal. Not for anything illegal, yeah. Just for ADHD purposes, just for ADHD. so it's an ADHD tax. ADHD tax, yeah, legitimately. And then when I get them as well, 
I should like I there's just something that just prevents me from immediately paying them. Yeah, because you always think you've got a long time to pay it. Like you go, oh, I've got fourteen yeah. days. I think I I can't deal with that now. I'll deal with that later. Yeah. And then like three weeks down the line, I'm like, fuck, now the fine has doubled. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, it's oh. so frustrating. And things like your MOT as well, because that's a yearly thing. So I never set a reminder. So um, there, was, there was one time where I didn't have an MOT for ages. And then I was like, you know, you know, and it's just pointed out or it just hits you. Um, I haven't had an MOT for so long. Yeah. What would I have actually said if I was driving and um, I'd got stopped because I can't use the excuse, oh, yeah. I forgot, uh, that's not good. I, I, I definitely used to do that as well. I'm quite lucky now it's all it's all sorted through work. But, um, yeah, my uh, my Oh, look cars. at you, all sorted through work. Because well, the car is through work, so it's like, I presume, I haven't had it for a year yet, but they will, like, call it in. For, <laughs> they'll call it in for an MOT, presumably. I love how you use presumably. Presumably, yeah, I've not checked this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Three years down the line, no one, no one checked it, yeah. and you're like just, you know, going along, Tumbling along, yeah, <laughs> dissociating, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should probably talk about actual driving as well. So, I am a horrendous driver, horrendous. I'm much better now than I used to be, um, but I'm still by no stretch good. Um, when I was at university, I used to play uh, football, and. Um, it used to be a thing in our football team that if we had a referee and we didn't think they were very fair or they weren't a very good referee, their punishment would be I would drive them back to the station <laughs> and then they would never agree to referee for us again. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and it worked. And yeah, it was foolproof. worked every time because I would just like... I, not Not now, this is like what... 15 years ago but I would be like veering into the middle of the road because I was chatting away um like I used to like run lights and stuff not again not on purpose just because I hadn't seen them I'm much better now I pay attention now I've just thought of something sorry to interrupt you I've just thought of something this is the first time I've ever apologized do you remember oh, <laughs> do you remember when we lived together I think you were going through a junction and a policeman stopped you and said, yeah. do you remember what I'm talking about? I remember, yeah, I remember. Do you actually so, think that maybe, maybe you could, you could have done I that? I might have done. <laughs> I might have dissociated. So basically, where we, where we lived before, we, so it was like a, it was a dual carriageway, but there was a, um, a sort of side road that you'd turn into to turn right. Um, and I got, I got pulled over. Well, I didn't get pulled over. I parked outside the house. Followed. And I was... And I was messing about on my phone and then someone like tapped on my windscreen and said they were a plain clothes police officer. It was all a bit weird. Like he didn't actually, I didn't get like charged or given anything. He just told me it was a verbal warning, which I don't know. Anyway, he said that instead of going onto the road to turn right, I'd carried on as if I was going straight. And then at the last minute turned right and crossed like three lanes of traffic. And he was asking me, he was like, have you ever driven on this road before? And I was like, Mate, I'm outside my house. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> and I think because I was so like, what? That's ridiculous. I would never do that. Like, he, I don't know. Maybe it made him doubt whether or not I had done it or I don't know. It didn't go any further. But now looking back, like, I just, I don't know. I still don't really know about that. It was all a bit weird, wasn't it? It was a bit weird. It definitely yeah. was weird. There was something fishy about that. And I didn't wait. So when, when we're talking about that would have been like nine-ish years ago. 
I did not, I had not discovered podcasts at that point. So I was dissociating a lot when I was driving, a lot. Anyway, sorry, I cut you off. What was you saying before I rudely interrupted oh, you? God Because, you know, I'm so rude. I have no idea. Can you remember? No, sorry, I was dissociating. <laughs> you, were, you were not, you liar. I was, you I was dissociating. You don't I was dissociating from your boring you story. <laughs> How do you know it's a boring story if you don't remember it? Because it started off boring, all right? <laughs> I can't remember where we were, help me out. We were discussing, I think, my poor driving. So let's change track and talk about your poor driving and the fact that I've lived here for three years now and you still can't find your way to my house. I can, (laughs) I can. You take the wrong turning every time. I do, I do, I do. (laughs) Uh, That that turn is hard though, you know, it's not just me. It's because on the sat now. But every time. Yeah, I know, and I keep telling myself every time, don't do that again, and then I do it. Every time Sparky messages me and he's like, oh yeah, I'm just on my way over. We live about, what, about half an hour apart, maybe 40 minutes in traffic. And he takes like an hour and a half to get to me. <laughs> and it's because he misses the turning to come off the motorway and has to go all the way up to the next junction. <laughs> yeah, and do you know what? It pisses me off every time. Just going back down the other side <laughs> thinking, for fuck's sake. I can't cope with this anymore. I say it out loud. What, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like every time, every time. But do you know what? It's not just you. I've noticed. I think I'm just really bad on motorways. I always end up going round and round. I got caught at an island once and I swear I was going round this island about 10 times. Off, back on again. And I I, I could have I killed myself in the car at that moment. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely a common occurrence when I come to yours. And mainly it's because I don't really know on the map, even though I've lived in Birmingham all my life, where you actually are. I just know you're up somewhere. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe it is that way. Oh, no, not again. Fucking hell, I've done the wrong thing. It's just turning. so funny. Like, the first the first few times it happened, like, I remember... So the first time we, you were coming for dinner, weren't you? And um, we'd got everything ready. And, and, and Jamie was like, is he on his way after about an hour? And I was like, we, we said he, he said he left an hour ago. <laughs> and then Jamie's there going, he didn't leave. He was still in his pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a legitimate thing that the might thing have happened is, as well. The thing is, yeah, that yeah. that could have happened. It possibly was both, to be fair. <laughs> One of the things that you do whenever you visit, come to visit me, which I absolutely love, is you turn on the uh, the live. You know where it shows you where you are. Yeah. And I like that because I just see a little picture coming along, bubbling along, um, the road. bubbling along, and then I'll see sometimes like you'll just go a completely different way and I'll be like, where, where is she going? Like, why is she, why is, why is she going up there? I don't live up there. So I can always see your mistakes. It's so funny. It's almost like a little game. Just turn on and see where your face goes. See if you can actually find the right way to mine. It's like a little maze you go around. It's, it's my, see, my problem is, is that like, I do know where you live and... So I you don't know where I live. You had to ask me for my address. No, I, no, no. I had to ask you for your number because somebody... Someone you needed your address and I couldn't remember what number it is. I don't need to know what number it is. I know which one it what it looks like. <laughs> I used to live there. Are you sure you can remember it? <laughs> so this is the thing, I don't use the sat nav when I come to yours because I know where it is. And so then I'll be driving and I'll realise like, oh shit, I'm going to i you know, I'm I'm driving to such and such instead by accident. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, you have to give me some grace there because I mean, you've only lived in your place for three years. I've lived here like nearly as long as you've known me almost. Maybe not as long as you've known me, but you lived here too. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've come and gone from here a lot. Yeah. I haven't done the same. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just bad driving or just not knowing the route. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to put it down to not knowing the route because I don't want to admit that I'm a bad driver because I'm not. I'm such a good driver. Oh, no, I know I'm a bad driver. I'm a horrendous driver. To be fair, I'm not going to lie. I probably am. I, I, well, I know we're both bad drivers from the, from the simple fact that... Uh, both of our cars at your workplace ended up being striped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's really there's a really narrow alleyway that you have to drive down to get into the car park at work. And yeah, every car that I've ever owned has had a, a misfortune with that alleyway. Even your new one. Mm. Oh no. Yeah, even the new one. But I lasted seven months. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. I think you've done quite well, considering you go there uh, yeah. nearly every day of your work life and you still don't know how to get down it's, the alleyway. It's, it's getting back out. Getting down is okay, but to get back out, you've got to navigate the flower bed and that's what always undoes me. Shall, just one, I'm not, just, I'm not just, the only just one. one question. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Um, how many people at work actually hit their cars? Oh, no, I would say nearly everybody has got a, a dent or a, a little scratch somewhere from that alleyway. Maybe a little dent or a scratch, but not the whole car. Including you. It's like initiation. I mean, yeah, I think I'm one of the worst. It is a particularly vile alleyway. It definitely is. Considering that, you know, I, the best driver in the world, uh, scratched my car numerous times down there. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really bad with, like, um, spatial awareness. Um, usually when I'm sitting in the car, not when I'm driving. I'm actually quite good when I'm driving. Um, but I'll do silly little things, like I'll be really overcautious about spaces now. So much so when I'm in the car with someone else, I'll be like, you can go through there. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I'm going to hit that lorry or something like that. So I don't know if that's an ADHD thing, spatial awareness. Is there any more things, Shell, um, about driving and ADHD that you want to talk about? I don't think so. I'm sure there's so much that we've forgotten about. Uh, when we were talking about this uh, episode, we meds. were talking about things. That's it. That's what we we're wanted to talk, talk about. about I was going yeah. to ask you, which you've just reminded me, uh, when you were on meds, did it affect your driving? Because there's a lot of talk. We're, obviously, we're, we're from the UK. Uh, and we have the DVLA here. And uh, uh, we wanted to know whether you needed to tell the DVLA if uh, you were taking medication and it would affect your driving. And apparently it doesn't if it doesn't affect your driving. Yeah. So I'm sure this is a question that a lot of people want to know. Did it affect your driving? Or did it affect your driving enough that you needed to tell the DVLA? So it says on the... So on all of them, it says in the packet not not to drive if it if they until you know how they affect you. Um, you don't have to tell the DVLA that you're taking them unless you feel it is affecting you. Um, you are meant to tell your insurance company, I believe. Um, but I, I never got around to that because I didn't take anything longer than longer than like two weeks, um, which is not long enough for me to be organised. <laughs> I, at the time, didn't feel like it affected me and I was quite happy to drive. But in hindsight, looking back, I think it probably did affect me and I probably shouldn't have been driving so nothing happened I didn't have any crashes I didn't even have any near misses um but my 
reaction times I think were probably a bit slower. I'd noticed other areas of my life that my reactions were slower. I think I mentioned on the podcast that I was covered in scratches from work, yeah. which I wouldn't normally be. And yeah, just my ability to switch focus on things was compromised. So I was really good at like hyper-focusing on something, Mm -hmm. um, but to the exclusion of all others. So I think whereas I was probably quite focused on the road and quite like concentrated on the the driving, I probably wasn't that good at sort of peripherally looking around me. So personally for me, I did feel it affected my driving. I had a lot of side effects with the meds you know we've talked about this a lot and ultimately stopped taking them because of the side effects yeah. so i don't i don't feel it affected my driving horrendously it certainly wasn't one of the reasons that i stopped yeah. taking them it's only like looking back and evaluating it that i think it did affect me so for other people who who are less affected by the meds and have less side effects i think it probably wouldn't affect them to be honest this is the same for all medications so if you're taking any medication that affects your driving then you are supposed to notify the dvla so it's no different with adhd medication if you feel that the medication does not affect your driving then you're not obligated to inform the dvla of that you only notify them if you do feel that the medication affects your driving so as promised we have got a new little segment that we're going to put in um called what did you adhd this week we just thought we'd do this because uh we missed our little kicker and we've had feedback as well from a couple of listeners that they really liked the little kicker um the reason we dropped it is because it just became a massive source of stress five minutes before we recorded every yeah. episode to be like shit we haven't got a little kicker this week um so we thought if we did something like what like this what did you adhd then it's just a, an example from our week so it's not going to be something we have to panic about um, and then hopefully you guys will enjoy it because um, it'll be little ADH things that it's part of our life so we can't get away from it part of our lives yeah (laughs) so what is the thing that you ADHD this week Shell so mine is massively um, overestimated what I could accomplish in a day so I had a day off on Tuesday, a child-free day off. So no husband, no child, just myself in the house from nine until six. Um, and I was like, brilliant, I'm going to get so much done, there's no distractions. And I set myself, like, I just don't even know what I was thinking. Like, I set myself a to-do list that I probably couldn't accomplish in two weeks, let alone one day. So I had things like pressure wash the garden fences, which probably would have taken me an entire day to do. I had that down for about 45 minutes of time. <laughs> Did you not learn anything from when you painted the drawing? I learned nothing. No, no, I didn't think so. <laughs> I learned absolutely so. nothing. Um, so, yeah, so I had this absolutely humongous, like, scrolling through my phone. That's how big the to-do list was of stuff that I was going to get done. God, what did you ever learn? I know. Obviously, I got massively overwhelmed, accomplished, like one or two of the easy things and that was it (laughs) and then spent the rest spent all Tuesday evening in like wallowing in despair and shame because I'd wasted my day (laughs) off because I hadn't managed to split myself into 12 and accomplish all these tasks (laughs) and then it's taken me the rest of the week to get over it and now I'm in a position where I can laugh about it again but Tuesday night I was fuming (laughs) oh my god do you know what this is probably the reason why you barely spoke a word this week Yeah, probably. You've been overwhelmed. Just so annoyed. <laughs> annoyed and overwhelmed. That's hilarious. What about you? I don't think I've done anything ADHD this week. Nothing. Anything at all. Nothing. No. I think I'm just a perfect model. I mean, model. you're saying this to me, but 
I'm looking at your camera and we are recording, you are recording this from a different room again. Yes, so I did hyperfocus this week and uh, changed every room in the house. Of Well, I didn't just change every room in the house. Uh, stripped wallpaper in places that I probably shouldn't have started. Took wallpaper off the lounge walls, even the kitchen. Um, and now I'm in a different room because this is my office now, so, well shared office oh and also started on the garden as well i went to the garden center brought loads of stuff even though i didn't have time to do it and then planted them all did it in a real bad rush and it looks absolutely shit the dogs managed to eat the bulbs <laughs> and i don't know if they were poisonous so yeah all in all it's 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 been um it's been a it's week been quite a sh- yeah it's been quite a stressful week <laughs> So from going from, I don't think I've done anything ADHD this week to it sounds like actually maybe every day has been an ADHD disaster. <laughs> I actually want you to come around so you can see what's changed because I think you'd be shocked. Everything has completely changed. Every time I walk into that house, it's like walking into a different brand new house. I know, yeah. I know. It's terrible really, isn't it? Absolutely terrible. <laughs> I know. I definitely have done loads of ADHD stuff this week, but you know, when you put someone on the spot, I can't remember. So we did. We did decide we were going to do this segment five minutes before we recorded. <laughs> I love. I love how you started telling people we were stressing about things five minutes before recording, and we're basically just doing the same stuff. So whether yeah. this segment will last or not, I don't really know. We shall see. We shall see. But considering that uh, we both do a lot of things ADHD, I'm pretty sure we can't we don't really have an excuse for it to go anywhere because even if you don't have anything to say someone like shell will call you out (laughs) as usual so i'm never gonna get away from this segment now am i i'm gonna have to tell i'm gonna have to tell all of you my private details of all my life because shell's not gonna be able to stop going on (laughs) and with that i think that's the end of the episode. Um, we've talked for quite a long time yeah. this week. so It's been really nice just me and you again. Like We've done a lot of recording recently with guests and I've really enjoyed that. I've really enjoyed talking to other people and hearing their point of view. But it's actually been a couple of weeks now, like maybe three weeks since we've recorded just the two of us. So I've, it's been nice. It has been really, really nice just to go back to our old ways and just carry on talking in a normal conversation where I could be myself and say whatever I want and I don't feel stupid even though I feel stupid all the time Um, and I'm going on so we should probably end the episode there but yes it's been great and um, I don't know how to end the episode so I'm just going to say we'll see you next week for another episode of all things ADHD All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.